welcome again to the Tag and Brando podcast. Get over here and enjoy some time with us. Toasty. I never thought it was toasty. Nice. Never thought it was toasty. Still good. But yes. Yes. Some uh, some good callbacks. Uh, but uh, yeah, Taggart, yeah. we'll get to the new, but how are you? I Nice. I like the rhymes. Thanks. Uh, all the times. Um, it's I'm good, man. I'm doing good. How about yourself and yours? It has been, it has been if you... Maybe heard it last week. There were a couple of coughs in in there. No, uh, not too bad. But it has just been sticking out all week, all week. That's ridiculous. And it is not fun at all. Don't enjoy that. Yeah, it's like the the uh, maybe like you know a cough every half hour or something like that. Not bad until like ten o'clock at night. Sure, when it gets. For whatever reason, being horizontal in a bed—it's the worst, man. It, it, get, it gets all like, it gets all gunked up, or doesn't—it's not flowing or going, or maybe your body's like, oh, now that I don't have to force it against gravity, right, you know, all the way up, I can just cough it all out. It's been sitting here all day, Ridiculous. and and it's just uh, at like one point last week, I was. It was like I was coughing for like two hours straight, out of cough medicine and everything. And I drive to, uh, I'm like, I got, I'm doing it. Screw this. I got, I have to get some freaking cough medicine. So I drive, and I'm like, oh man, the grocery store is gonna be freaking closed because it's midnight. This is terrible. Uh, so then I drive to Walmart, and yeah. then Walmart also closes at midnight here. What? Yeah, it was awful. I got into the parking lot right at like it was like literally like twelve oh one. What Walmart closes at midnight? Yeah, and you live in the wrong place. Yeah, it's terrible, (laughs) and it's snowing, and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So then I'm like on my phone, like looking for like another store that's open because I do not want to have to buy it at a gas station for like twenty five dollars, right? And it's gonna be terrible anyway. So luckily there was another grocery store that was open like so I drove to that and it's just like ugh and just loaded up and then you know I was like at that point again I'm like still like coughing pretty consistently but not like it was when I was like laying down right so I'm like ugh it is like I literally just have to sleep like sitting up and I should be fine and so that was not the funnest. And so I've just been doing cough medicine every night before I go to bed. So I don't wake up at, cause last night I did, I was like, Oh, maybe I could do without cough medicine. Maybe I'm good. Nope. One thirty in the morning, just like woke up like coughing and oh choking and thought I was going to die, but I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Well, nothing goodness, too man. It sounds, that sounds rough. Yeah, it was, it's, it's not been fun. Sorry it's, for your health. Yeah, and Stephanie's the same way. So every day that we see each other, we're just like, hey, guess who's still sick? <laughs> you just keep great. passing it back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just date you for a little bit, just date me for a little bit, you know, just incubate it and then pass it around. So, yeah, man. 
so anyway um yeah that's that's how i'm doing so <laughs> let's get to the question of the day okay <laughs> uh for all you new people uh we do three segments here yes sir. uh we uh, just get your get your juices flowing with a little question of the day uh kind of talk about debate that a little bit and then uh tag hits us with a triggered memory and mm. then we uh, we sum up our our weeks a little bit with uh, something new with the new something new. Mm-hmm. So for today, the question is: yes. What current technology, or in like something we rely on every day, kind of like commonplace technology, do you think will be completely obsolete in let's say 20 to 25 years e.g vcrs um fax machine well yeah fax like i'm I'm thinking like back to the future like if you made back to the future and you were like oh we can't do like a better version of this because this is going to be gone because like who's going to have a fax machine in their closet ever ever right um or you know my one of my one of my favorites is we talked to you know so about the dawn of aviation and, and stuff like that, but we really didn't because we didn't talk about blimps or hot air balloons and stuff. And if you look at all those old old uh, like 18th century kind of future ideas, it's all like oh I'm gonna go to work with my bicycle attached to a blimp, you know, and I'm just gonna. Just like do 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 do, and like you know, maybe twenty five years from now, we'll come up with some other crazy technology. And what do you think is gonna be like? Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Right. Well, I definitely have to say, probably the Cybertruck is gonna be obsolete in twenty five oh, years. Okay. <laughs> before it even made it to the stage. Before it did it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Tesla Cybertruck, that thing. Oof. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? It's, it looks terrible. I'm not. Oh a, yeah, I'm not a fan. No. I don't know. It's weird. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, man. I wonder. I wonder if something like sonar is going to be uh, obsolete. Okay. All right. I don't know. Something. Just I mean, we think we've, like we've imaging technology mm-hmm. and things like that as like the movies go has obviously uh, ramped up a ton. Uh, you think that there's got to be some kind of offshoot that they can go from there to map out, uh, you know, the air and when things are coming at you or whatever, that could be a more accurate and more detailed, uh, mm-hmm. you know, than uh, sonar or something like that. So I don't know. I don't know a lot about that. So there might already be things like that in play. Um, right. But uh, I, w- I was just trying to think of something that is just like, you know, sonar is still pretty much a, a beep on a circle, a beep on a clock, <laughs> you know? <laughs> a, a beep, a, a, dot on, a dot on a circle. That's right. Boop. 
So and you, it has to come. The thing has to come all the way around again before you get to the. the I boop, know. What's, you know. What's this? Like no sixty hertz refresh rate business. That's got to go all the way around, real slow. You're like, yeah. Oh, it's on top of us uh, now. Boop. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Boop. Oh, it's closer. Exactly. Oh yeah. no, <laughs> he saw us. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, again, I don't know, and I'd love to hear from the people if there <laughs> is. Stuff already being used and things like that. Yeah. One thing. A... One thing I thought about. Have you watched? Uh, part of this is is that uh, 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 is spurned from Jack Ryan. Have you watched any of the Jack Ryan series? The John Krasinski Amazon Prime Jack Ryan. You got it. You know it. Yes. Yes, sir. Well, in the have you watched the latest season? I have watched the latest season. Okay. Well, for those who haven't, this is a slight spoiler, so go away. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that the, the, the satellite. <laughs> we'll come back. Oh, yeah. man, I lost. Ah, lost it's okay. We don't do it. They're not going to come back. They're like, they're spoiling stuff. I'm out. I guess out. if they understand us, they'll come back. If they don't, right. then, then that's fine, I guess. Oof. You got you to gotta say, like, you got to. Anyway. They're gone now. That's fine. They probably don't care. Um, <laughs> but uh, they have that satellite, and it's supposed to be able to like image underneath the canopy of the jungle. And I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of." Oh yeah, it's like a a mining assistance satellite that can like read the geological densities of whatever right right can from actually, space right can see yeah. through objects to see stuff in the ground and whatnot and right. i thought is there stuff like that actually um and i you couldn't be you know i don't know uh mm-hmm. could be terribly far away and i'm sure people are working on it so anyways that's one thing i thought of but i thought this question quite difficult what uh what did you think might be obsolete well, I- I got to say, sonar, I mean, that is a little out of left field, but you are, like, not off base. Well, thank you. Well, what is up with this technology? Why why haven't we seen, like, why haven't we seen a better, like, like, yeah, like, I mean, you know, a a bat can tell the difference between, you know. Right. Their sonar um, is actually way way better than ours, obviously. It's a whole imaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, coming back at them so they can dodge yeah. and the contours and all that. You know, it's yeah. Daredevil. Um, so, <laughs> oh, you mean Batman? What have you have you seen that uh, thing where like Daredevil should have been called Batman, and <laughs> then uh, no, but uh, I, I see Ghost that. Rider should have been called Daredevil. <laughs> oh, very good. But then, what would have Daredevil yeah. been called? You know, well, no, blind men. You mean what? What would Batman be called? That's what I mean. Excuse me. Yeah, the so, greatest detective of all time. I guess. so. Yes, exactly. The bat has very, <laughs> very still, little. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what is it? Bob Kane, like, right? Like he he came up with one aspect. He's like Batman. He was spooked by bats. End yeah. of story. End of, End story. of correlation. And, and that was that is his only contribution. And that is the the. I don't know the random, the most randomest part of Batman. <laughs> Everything else kind of makes sense. That's but. fair. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah. That's that's um. 
That is a good, good idea for uh, for sonar. Um, so I was thinking about it as um, like this is this is not at all really in the works. But like, <laughs> okay, I, but my like, interest is peaked. Yes, but I mean, like, if 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 a breakthrough came, then it would completely do away with uh, with basically, uh, let's say, air travel and stuff. Whoa, that was a lot. What? That was a big sound. I don't know what that was. Oh, that was definitely a yawn. I thought I muffled that really good. So oh, sorry. that might sound better on the tape, but. In the, oh, you probably yeah. won't. They actually probably won't hear it because I okay. I accidentally <laughs> like did that in, into my headphones, which you are hearing through, not the actual uh, microphone. Okay. So 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 sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, so you heard nothing. Anyway, um, so I would definitely <laughs> say Jedi mind trick. You heard um, nothing. If if there was a way to like basically teleportation, like if teleportation ever becomes a thing. You know, oh, yeah, then, then air travel, um, and in large part, even like you know, autom- automotive travel and stuff like that is, is would at least, dim- yeah, would at least obsolete. diminish a lot, uh, depending mm-hmm. on the cost, right? For a person, if you haven't checked out our very first podcast, <laughs> uh, isn't that when we talked about this teleportation? Well, maybe not our very first one. I forget. It's a, an early it's, podcast. It's early. early it's, uh, yeah, where you, you pop I, it in and out of stuff. Yeah. No, I oh. I laid out a, a whole like state-owned like toll road situation teleporter that you could drive your car through. Oh, um, yes, 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 yes. And uh, we talk about teleportation a lot, I guess. <laughs> dude, that's big with me. <laughs> It really is. The, as much travel as I have done as of late, mm-hmm. like, oh, man, how nice it would be just to be like, okay, see, uh, walk through a wall and then, like, be wherever you need to be and then, like, walk back through the wall and be like, I'm home. Where's my chimichangas? Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Obviously, one of my points in that is that if teleportation came out to own one for yourself personally would probably be very much money in maintenance as well as just purchasing oh. it initially. Well, and responsibility, like absolutely, you know, it like, like, I mean, you to your point, you don't leave it on you while your need, kids are playing in the room, you, you know, need, you knew you. Yeah. I mean, you think you leave a door open and your dog runs out or your cat runs out, you leave your portal on and all of a sudden, you know, they're in China and you're like, oh shoot, you know, like, and and you're to your point, like, I mean, depending on how it really works, if you need an entry point and an exit point, then who's to say that you know you're coming out of that exit point at the right time, you know, like, right? Or if you're going in, if you're going in nine and you know three quarters full steam, right? <laughs> Who like? I guess it's just well known not to stand close to the other side. Like when you run through, keep moving, you know, like on, on an escalator. Right. You don't stop at the bottom of an escalator. Well, you don't. I would hope it'd be kind of like an airlock situation where uh, mm-hmm. y- you can't come through if somebody's in the lock, you know? Right. And they have to wait for that to, you know, teleport, tele- uh, destination in use. Wait a moment. 
or whatever. Um, and, you know, you would think if you only owned your end and you mm-hmm. had to go through to somebody else's end, you'd have to pay some kind of rental or travel fee or something to use their right. portal to end up wherever you're going. So that's right. why I was like, if we had a car system where you drove through and it was like a toll road kind of thing owned by the state mm-hmm. and they did the money stuff and you were like, I pay for this and that. Um, I could see how that would work if teleportation was real. Anyways, uh, <laughs> go go listen to that if you're interested in more of that conversation. Right. But, uh, dude, I want it to happen so bad. Mm-hmm. It, would, uh, it would help the earth a bit. Without right. without all of that uh, stinky stanky stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, just clearing up the air, we're with less flights or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that you know, uh, you know, you lose a lot of jobs in airlines. Whew. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's it's a, it's a big industry, but like you said, you gotta have people that keep up the tolls and right. You ain't got no tolls, you ain't got no rolls. Right, and then just depending uh, on how much it was at first, mm-hmm. you know, it would still be uh, people would still fly and drive and whatever, um, right? If it was cheaper and they had the time to do it, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, you know, it would actually be kind of interesting if, um, and this is kind of heading in that direction with like going paperless and you know, less and less paper being used and all that kind of different stuff. Right. Because like, um, when I think about it, like, you can get a vast amount of books, right? Like, more books than you can ever really read on uh, Kindle or, like, um, or even some just kind your of phone PDF or, tablet, or right. something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, comics to textbooks, like I mean, I'm in class right now, and I had didn't have to buy a single book because they're like, "Hey, I found a you know older version of this online," and I you know uh, you know it was available, so it's available to everybody. So you know, wow. we're just gonna use that. And um, the other ones like, "Hey, yeah, the lab manual is all." online so you guys don't have anything to buy and so on and so forth and even before that um for the the other semesters that i had the textbooks that i had to i i should have bought i rented from amazon for 20 bucks right dude and like that is just a killer business model to me where it's like i don't want to buy a 180 dollar textbook that I'm going to read select parts of and then try to sell it back for $40. Right. Right. And so what do you do? So you, you, you find somebody who's taking the class already or you buy it on eBay for let's say 40, $50. Right. So you're like, well, you know, and, and you kind of just eat it at that point. But I would prefer a digital book anyway, because man, I am just control F, you know, copy paste not, right. you know, plagiarizing but you know like note taking that kind of stuff all that and everything and um and it's way faster for me to like find what i'm looking for in a book um digitally than to to thumb through an actual book so right. it'd be interesting if if printers household printers household printers are pretty 
they're pretty good now, but they're pretty basic, right? Like you print one page at a time on regular paper and that's, you know, and that's it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like unless you have like some crazy cool copier and you buy this like crazy expensive paper, like all that kind of different stuff. But I would think it'd be interesting if, if like publishers and stuff just say, you know what, screw this. And they just stop publishing. And then if you do want something digital, if you do want something, you have to print it at home. And then we get to the point also where 3D printing becomes that kind of thing where I don't necessarily order, you know, everything that I want already like pre-made. And it comes to me, I order some key components and then I 3D print the housing for it. Right. You know, and kind of just go from there and just shave on save on shipping costs save on you know whatever and then yeah that that would be um definitely something that i could see everybody having a 3d printer and uh and yeah then we're going into the what if you could 3d print your food like in the jetsons (laughs) where you're just you know and uh you know, you don't have to do delivery or dash mates or whatever it's called. <laughs> Am I I'm mashing dash, multiple together? Da, dash yeah. dates. Da, dash. <laughs> Store door dash. Door dash. Postmates. Postmates. Yeah. Post dash and door buddies. That's like, a, yeah, it's like a, instead of Facebook or MySpace, it's just like. <laughs> Face, face space, or, yeah, yeah, or, or my face, my face, my face, uh, and my book. So, yeah, um, but yeah, something like that where, like, yeah, let's say if you could, you know, digitally replicate or not digitally replicate, but like, you know, uh, mechanically replicate, you know, food or whatever. You're just like, well, that would be an interesting business model where you sell things that are only able to be purchased. As a, uh, as a digital 3D printed download, you know what I right. mean? Right, right. Where I'm like, oh, I sell cases for these things and housings for that jazz, and mm-hmm. oh, you want this? Well, you got a 3D. Pr- I only, I don't actually have a backlog of these things. I have just designed it and you know tested them and built them to in my own. Sh- shop to make it work but i'm not providing actual copies of them you have you can download the you know the image of it or whatever and have it printed in your house that's cool that I, yeah i bet there's people out there that are already doing stuff like that where they're just like you could just buy you mm-hmm. know buy buy the model and have it printed at your house yeah i mean or the schematic not to, or whatever not to like the interesting thing about the the digital thing as you talked about like it was a business model is it's it's kind of a terrible business model because like it's great in the fact of it's like well one person let's say or like one team or whatever small team can make the thing you know can design it and 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 cat out the models and all that kind of different stuff and then they can send it without involving anybody else really you know they don't have to employ shipping and 
packaging and trucks and you know right. all that delivery guy and all that kind of different stuff. But the also the bad part of the business model is then is that file is that at this point can that just be shared with anybody and everybody and so your one purchase becomes your only purchase you know what i mean i mean i guess so but i mean if you think like copyright and there's there's different like kind of laws and stuff like that but i mean like if you made if you printed a book and somebody got that book and somebody else on the other side of the world or you know two towns over wanted a book you would have you would print a second one so you're selling physical things when you're selling it digitally it's this napster you know limewire all over again kind of where it's just like well well you're not buying a cd you're buying a digital song that then i burn on cd and then i give to my friend and he burns it on his computer and yada yada, well, yada. music's still there i mean you know right. you can still do all of that and uh, right not to say that people aren't making music. I mean, some money uh, selling uh-huh. music. So they do, not as much as they used to. Um, right. But, you know, if you had a small side business and you're just like, I don't care if people share as long as some mm-hmm. people are buying it, you know. Um, right. Because I think but it, I think the way to lock it down would be kind of to quote unquote iTunes it where you would plug your your 3D printer and stuff and you would have to basically be logged into whatever website their software that would let you use it once yeah or just or only on your account or something yeah or you know the file itself had like uh, something uh, self-destruct yeah a string of code connected to it that's like as soon as this has been initiated to print the, f- mm-hmm. the file, you know, erases itself, disappears. You can't see right. it. Right. You know, and, and I'm, you know, maybe some uh, hackery gurus would be able to salvage it and bring it back. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but that's not beyond the realm of possibility, you know. Right. Right. People might just be a little afraid of it because it's, you know, basically acting like a virus. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i definitely think uh we're gonna move yeah definitely kind of more of a you buy uh i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of just generalize all three of those things is is you buy a replicator machine mm. for um or Maybe you don't buy one, but you go somewhere and like, um, and like you you pick up your customized something or other more than you are like ordering a physical thing like on the even on the internet. Oh well, that, I mean that's smart. Yeah. If if it was yeah. like at your local UPS store or something that they had a three D mm-hmm. printer and you bought it and it's like it will be ready for you by the end of the day or whatever, and then you can right. just go pick it up versus having to pay a shipping fee you just maybe pay right a little bit to have it printed or something i don't know right exactly um yeah because i mean you could go to the library and get and use their 3d printers sure and stuff that's true yeah but that's true. i think that'd be interesting because then yeah you could customize and do your own thing and stuff so 
Yep. So I just think we're going to stop shipping stuff and we're just going to start. Things are going to just be available. Amazon doesn't think you're right. Well, Amazon would be the first one to be like, dude, we will freaking put these replicators in our building. Oh, they would do it for sure. But they have, have just like inventory of everything. We just have to keep right. A hundred of these thingamajigs going at 24 hours a day. Sure. Let's but they're, do it. Their fleet is so huge. I mean, they would still ship it from there to your house. Right. Right. You would still ship it to your they're, house. But. You know, obviously they just up their fleet so that, you know, people are getting one, two day shipping on the regular. Um, some people same day. Crazy. Yeah. I've, I've gotten same day stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, and like, it, it's interesting how that's changed. Like, purchasing on amazon for sure right like when i look at something and it's it's not free shipping i'm like bottom of the list absolutely You're bottom like, of the choices that. yeah take if i look at here. something and it's not it's still free shipping but it's not prime and it gives you like a like a more than a week time frame you know you're like, ah. that's going again, bottom of the list. I'm like, I don't, right. it's like almost like a trust thing. Like I don't trust you to get this to me now. Right. Like, and then, um, and then if it is prime and it's like, oh, well it'll be available on, you know, it'll be there on Wednesday. Like what is today? To Tuesday. It's like, yeah, it'll be there on Friday. And you're like, oh, okay, Friday, I guess that's not too bad. Oh, there's one that's available to, today tomorrow done <laughs> like right it's not the color i want Pfft, it's I don't fine care. i'll have it quick yeah yeah, yeah. oh right. but then i'll order something on wish and just forget about it and <laughs> you'll come a month later and you'll be like oh thanks oh, china thanks. appreciate it <laughs> good thing i only spent 42 cents on that <laughs> nice yeah so keep it moving technology just make things go away when you make new things. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. So speaking of making things go away, I wanted oh. to ask you about what your worst moving, your worst move was ever. Oh, moving house for our moving house. listeners. Across the pond. But. Yeah, for those who yes. don't, don't want to live there anymore and say, let's live elsewhere. And then gotcha. they go there. So, what was your worst going there time? So, my worst move, yeah, I will say, is probably there, there was a point where. I was moving from one house to another. This was probably about five or so years ago. Okay. Maybe. Oh, maybe I'm mixing two of these moves together. <laughs> uh, they were both okay. terrible. They yes, just bled I will, together. I will recount two terrible moves. So <laughs> okay. there was there was one where I was moving out of my uh, apartment when I was going to BYU. Mm -hmm. And... My other apartment wasn't going to be ready for uh, like, oh. like like a like two weeks or something like I that. I kind of remember this a little bit. And I'm trying to think of the logistics behind it. It was just it was because 
I, I, it was something super dumb that was like, oh, well, move out day is at the end of the semester and move in day is at the beginning of summer semester or something totally right. stupid. So there was like, this long period of time. There was just this week of, ho- it, and it happens. Oh man, I wish I could remember the exact logistics of it. But at BYU, it happened every year. There is just this terrible time when like half of the population is just homeless because you can't move into your new apartment until this time and you can't and you have to move out of your other apartment um you know a week beforehand and so it's just like great i literally don't have a place to live for a week this sucks and so um Crazy. so i lived with your sister <laughs> and nice. uh, I, I strung a hammock up in her basement um, and just lived in her unfinished basement nice. for a week or so. Um, it was great because they got free babysitting. Right. Um, and I got a free place to live and a place to kind of store my stuff for a while. So you, then, you just yeah. kept all your stuff there? I think so. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the, yeah, and that was, you know, you know, maybe a car trip and a half, okay. you know, like a car load and a half, I should say. It was, I mean, please, now, oh my gosh, I don't want to even think about how much right. I have to move. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I definitely remember that. That was just like this, there's just this weird limbo of couch crashing in a school that is very much like you need to live in certain places and follow very certain rules, except for this one week where we just don't care what happens to you. <laughs> we got to clean all re- these apartments. It is seriously, and it's not even, yeah, it's because people still live in the apartment. Like, so if, if they don't live, move out, they you right. stay there. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause like, um, cause in Canada, sorry, not in Canada, in, uh, Quebec, Canada, um, <laughs> which is they different. Have this, well, it is. It's it's. There's a specific. It is. A, yes, it is different. There's a specific reason why I have to call it Quebec, Canada, because it doesn't happen everywhere. On Canada Day, the first of July. Yes. Is moving day. Oh. Like secret of Nim moving day. <laughs> like, <laughs> like everybody moves. Um, Crazy. and there, we, I, I own a video that is called the first of July and the subtitle is we move like in French. It's the premier juillet on demage, the premier juillet, like, and because it is a national holiday, everyone gets the day off. Right. Uh. But Quebec just celebrated their quote-unquote national holiday of St. Jean-Baptiste Day uh, the week before. And so they have a day off of work that they just, everybody moves. And there's like this unwritten rule kind of thing that everybody moves out of their apartment in the morning and moves into their apartment in the afternoon. And so you just see moving trucks and people just 
unloading stuff like onto the lawn and stuff like that because they don't really have a place to go until the afternoon and then they load it all up and move into their new apartment so somebody moves out puts all their crap on the lawn somebody comes in you know with their moving truck they take that moving truck after they loaded their stuff and like it's just this it's everywhere everybody moves if you everybody's contract is, is up crazy. and it's just this crazy swap of apartments you know just a of the uh, musical chairs of apartment and i'm sure somebody at the end does not have an apartment but yeah <laughs> that that is amazing that is mm-hmm. yeah and it's a weird phenomenon like i i saw it twice and i'm just like this is just this is crazy cuz you know as missionaries for you know the LDS church like you know you do service and stuff and yeah you just help people move. <laughs> You're like, we, day and off remember, and let's move people. Yeah. And I remember sitting in a meeting once where they were talking about this woman who was going to move and uh, she wanted some help and stuff. And they're like, well, does she have like help? And it's just like, no. And it's like, has she booked a truck? And they're like, no. And either. And like, I just see this guy just like on the premier juillet. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, He's like, they just know. It's just like, oof. Like, if you live somewhere and you're not moving, you stay off the street. If you are moving, that's what you're doing. Crazy. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. The other, the other thing that I kind of had a limbo in between moves, and I think that's kind of the worst move. Yeah. Is when there's when there's no when there's less than no overlap when there's negative overlap. Um. Uh, we got a notice that we had to be out of our apartment in like a week or something because they were like selling or something like that. And we just were blindsided by this. And so we just had to pack everything and then figure out, you know, where to go and just find a house. Because like that's like the worst part for me was, well, not only do you have to pack everything that you were not planning, but you also have to find somewhere to live. So you have right. to go out and like look at places and you know, all that kind of different stuff. And you know, you're going to sign a year lease on some crap hole because you were forced into it. And bleh, no, that was that. That's friggin' stressful when you're just like, yeah, trying to find a place to live and pack and know you have to be out by. And then they like gave us like a couple days extra. So that was, nice but it was just like crazy stressful to like all right we got to pack everything we got to be out of here because you know we got to be out of here and that's the thing is i didn't realize how squatters rights (laughs) worked Uh or like the fact that you know like they got to give you so much notice and all this kind of different stuff and so realistically like if we were like yeah we're not ready to go yet they would have just been like, oh, well, you need to leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know, we know, we know. And you could have stayed there for longer. Yeah, and you could have just stayed. I mean. Because you're like, the, the, you didn't give us the requisite notice or whatever. Right. Or even if you did, it's just like, oh, well, you know, we're 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 packing up. We're not moving. Like, you know, we're still in like, like, I mean, I hear these horror stories of renters and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, are people not just like terrified to like have the cops called on them or whatever they're like nah man whatever uh, this is where i live and i don't care 
you know, I'm not moving my stuff out. And you're like, right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway, what is your triggered memory of moving? Oh, so our worst move. <laughs> oh man. So our worst move was when we moved from, well, we moved up to, we moved up to Denver initially when my wife, wife was going to go to, was going to school there. Right. We, uh, every time I'd ever moved, I'd always got like a U-Haul or some friends with trucks and things like that. And we just load everything up and go, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and I had a little bit of money, you know, and I got a quote from some dude about moving. And I was like, that's really not that bad. So I hired a moving crew company. Okay. A uh, moving company to move us up there because I was like, it's a long drive. And if we're just got stuff in a truck or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. might be just a little better and safer or whatever. If some professionals came, grabbed the stuff, loaded it up in a truck and took it up for us. So I was like, okay, I got it. So I got this quote and I was like, it's going to be this much. And we understand, you know, and they understand, they understood where we were going and that it was on the, that we were moving into the second floor and blah, 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 blah. They knew all this stuff and they gave me this quote. They're like, it would be this much to do it. And I was like, that sounds great. Let's do that. Okay, good. So these guys come and they load our stuff up. It takes them a long time to load our stuff up, which I was like, so, what's I mean, going on? So you're moving, if I remember, you were moving from an apartment or from your parents' house? Well, I believe. Or her, your. Or well, her well, house? well. Eh, we had. We had stuff in two locations, but we had moved most of our stuff from our apartment to her, to my wife's mother's house. Okay. We had done a oh, lot of stuff. Was this when you were selling already. that treadmill and that lady came with like the $100? Uh, no, that's a different story. That's when we moved to Korea, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, we, we were, so we had got everything over there. If I remember incorrectly, we were Mm -hmm. in an apartment before we moved up. Okay. But I think we had consolidated everything in one place. Um, I definitely, I distinctly remember them coming to my mother-in-law's house and loading stuff up there. So we, uh, and and it, uh, again, I don't remember why it's possible that it was one of those things where we had to be out of our apartment first and then our new lease wasn't ready yet. So we crashed at her mom's house for something. Right. I don't the re- moving limbo. Right. Terribleness. Um, <laughs> and that, that could have been and she would remember. Um, so ask her. Um, okay. <laughs> so we, uh, so anyways, they loaded us up and like I said, it took a long time. Like I was pretty surprised how long it took them to load us up. There's some, some snafu in the morning that took long. Again, I don't remember the specifics, but something that took, they had to go somewhere first and move somebody else first and then come and get, and then, uh, I don't know. All I remember hmm. is it took okay. much longer than I thought it would for us to get on the road. Okay. We get on the road. We get to the place. It takes them like another hour to get to our apartment. I'm like, what is going on? 
So, anyways, the guy, um, the guy who's running the crew, when we when he gets to our, or when he got to my mother-in-law's house, first off, I'm backtracking a second here. Uh-huh. He said, uh, here's the paperwork that we're going to do. Just sign it for me real quick, and then we can do our jobs or whatever. So I was like, okay. Signed it, blah, blah, blah. Um, then once they load all of our stuff in our house, he then says, well, you signed this contract already, and these are the things that you agreed to. And I was like, wait, what? Okay. I, you didn't okay. run through any of these things before I signed, which is shady business, right? For one, and uh, the and and this information is not what I agreed to over the phone when I booked this gig. So right. if you had said that that was what it was, I would have said no. We're going to figure this out. Um, right. But it was almost double the quote that I got. That I didn't That's know crazy. about until after everything was done. And right. I had apparently signed an agreement to it, which I just thought it was like, we arrived. Can you sign that we got here and then we can do our job kind of thing right. versus right. Uh, I'm agreeing to all of these things kind of situation. Right. I was mess, so mad. They broke two of our things like like our shelf or something was never the same. And right. uh, they dinged a couple things up, so I was not happy about that either. But <laughs> but it was the money. I was like, I don't have this money. Right. I could have rented a U-Haul and loaded all this stuff up myself for you know two hundred dollars less than the initial quote. You know. Right. Right. But I thought this would be easier. We could do it, and it's not that much money. Well, the guy says, one of the things he says to me is like, well, the quote you got was for a two-man crew on the first floor, and we brought three guys, and we went to the second floor. And I was like, uh, no, like you, they gave. You brought your own dude. Yeah, I didn't tell you to bring another guy. Right. That's not on me. And I got the quote. They knew where we were going. Right. You know? So. Shady. Dude, it was bad news. And there was like nothing I could really do about it, you know? Right. I'm going to report you to the business better, burl, burl, burl. Like, I'd get it done that, I suppose. But like, I'm not getting my money back. They're like, you signed the paper. Right. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't know what I was signing. They did not cover any of their disclosures with me. Right. Beforehand. If I would have been like, no, I'm signing that at the end. Like, I don't know. Anyway, so that was the worst. That was I've had some moves that were stressful, that were hard, and with, but um, that was but yeah. even though it was said and done in one day, it was mm-hmm. my least favorite move of all the times because I got shafted. So, dude, I hear you, man. Because like that, so. I mean, it, it came, popped into mind when you were telling your story and stuff like that, you know, getting friends to help and stuff like that. And, you know, public service announcement, if you are moving and you request help from a friend, I don't care how good that friend is. If you are asking, you're asking two different questions. If you are saying, I need help moving, everything better be packed. Boxes, totes, 
garbage bags. I don't care. It is. I'm not looking at what you're what I'm moving. I'm just hauling boxes. Right. If I'm coming to help you move furniture, whatever. If I'm coming to help you pack, that is a different conversation. <laughs> True. Like, True. Um, like if 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 you're like, hey man, can you help me move on Saturday? And it's like I want to know when the truck's gonna be there, when we are throwing stuff in. If if I get there and stuff is not packed, like, nope, like, sorry, you didn't ask me to help you pack. You right. asked me to help you move. Big difference. Right. Well, I I had our friend Ray help me move on this last move that I just happened, but mm-hmm. I told him up front we're gonna move big things. And yep. nothing else really because nothing else is going to be ready to go <laughs> because <laughs> that was just mm-hmm. the, what we could do in the time frame that we had. Um, right. And we had a longer time frame to get everything done. So we didn't have mm-hmm. to um, cram everything in a box and be like, I hope we can find it later, even though some of that happened at the end. Um, right. You know, it always does a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, he came and helped me bring all the big stuff on his flatbed truck. We, 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 uh, we Tetris the crap out of that thing and yeah, fit man. so much stuff on there in an open, like flatbed truck, you know, stacked it so mm-hmm. high and strapped it down and, and, right. uh, you know, people were like, Whoa, uh, what's that? Well, that really hillbilly style. Kind of. But our joke was, because our Christmas tree was still up at our old apartment, he's like, we should just strap that onto the top. <laughs> just like completely decorated. And then I was like, yeah, dude, right. we'll plug it into the cigarette lighter. We'll have the lights on. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But anyway, so so yeah. But I, like to your point, I, w- I tried to make him aware of what we were going to do that – you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't asking him to help me pack stuff in boxes, mm-hmm. whatever was ready on that day we were going to try to take. And he mm-hmm. was, he was gracious enough to help us try to fill in some crevices, even though things weren't, you know, all packed together. Right. But, 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 uh, but the main thing was just get the big stuff and take it down. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. So anyways. Yeah. And like when you're hiring movers and stuff like that, like, I mean, kudos i mean to all those people in the military that just trust the military movers to do stuff and everything because that's a, yeah that's a different always, situation always, altogether yeah you always hear the horror stories of you know like yours you know movers just not caring or whatever and you know i'm sure they try their best but you know accidents happen and when it's a professional you know, right. it's like, oh, what are they doing when you are the one that's like, you know, dragging something in and you're like, oh, we just scratched the we wall. It's it. like we were not paying attention, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. It's oh, just one is, of those things yeah. that just has to be a given and you have to be prepared. Yeah. Something is going to break on this. Move. Right. Something's yeah. not going to make it whole. We might still be able to use it, but something's going down because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's inevitable. You know? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, I think. I Let think us know one about thing. what's that. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was gonna say. I think that's one thing that most everybody has experienced. I, th- I right. bet there are very, very, very few people out there that have never moved. Um, and there are some people that have not moved in a while, like 
you know your parents <laughs> right uh, but it, they they definitely didn't they weren't born in that house so. that's right <laughs> yeah well I'd, I'd be interested to hear of anybody's bad moves and what their situation yeah. was and how that went down so let us know or if you got any tips you know if you know yeah, dude. A, a good mover moving yeah. Right, <laughs> company that that doesn't someone that doesn't screw you break over. your stuff that would be or, great. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, tag what? What new? What what the new? What new with you? What's new with me? Yes. Well, I wanted to talk shortly about a little incident that my band. Um, had to deal with uh, uh, almost a month ago now. Okay. I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet because I was waiting for some things to um, to happen. So you want the whole story but, ready uh, to go? Uh, a little bit. Like it's not closed yeah. up and, and packaged in a nice bow, but uh, I have some news with it, so at least I can like give some, you know, Good closing, some closure at the end of the situation, I suppose. Okay. So uh, our band trailer was stolen. Um, like you're so so you, when you go to because you go to gigs. Yeah. So cities when away. We go cities Cut, states away. Cities away. States away. Sometimes fifteen minutes away. Oh, and usually okay. <laughs> when we uh, w- we haul most of our stuff in a trailer behind a truck. And, uh, and just there was a couple of things leading up to it um, that kind of helped to cause the situation and the location where the trailer was at the time of, of, of stolen. Um, <laughs> of the stolen. Of the stolen. But uh, not to get on all t- into that. Basically, what happened was the guy who holds the trailer has a home uh, in a part of town here that's kind of in the woods, and it had snowed, and he's got a steep downward driveway, and he was like, "I'm there's no way I'm driving my truck and trailer down this driveway with all that weight and all this ice." on the driveway or I'm just going to like drive through my house. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So just like literally, okay. yeah, Makes sense. you know, gr- mm-hmm. gravity and ice, the man's not he's stupid. So he, 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 he leaves the trailer in a park and ride. That's, that is literally like a block away from his house. It's very close. So, so some public transportation, parking lot right where you would stop and then you're like i'm gonna you know ride with my friend or something anyways so uh he leaves it there it's there for a good while and you know he 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 said you know he drove past it every day saw it was like i should go pick it up and take it home now but it's okay it's there blah 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 blah. and he just got a little complacent that's all really he left it there too long uh, on the day before we had a gig, he's like, oh, I'm going to go pick it up. So he drives over there, and it is gone. Somebody has ganked it, Oof. stolen our um, trailer with basically all of our gear in it. So wait, yeah. what? So what gear did you have in there? 
we had everything in there. We had a, a sound system, two subs and two mains. We had uh-huh. a, a mixing board speakers, yeah. in there. Right, uh-huh. those speakers. We had a mixing board in there, which had a, a, an in-ear uh, uh, wireless rig. So that all, cause okay. we ran all wireless monitors. Okay, yeah. So we had a wireless rig and wireless body packs. We had inner monitors that are expensive. And all of us had like personalized Jeez, man. molds that are expensive made for all of our ears. Uh, in there, we had... Personalized molds. Oh, yeah. So... You get personalized molds for these like headphones, and it uh-huh. you know it fits snug in your ear to to cut off as much uh, mm-hmm. noise, actual noise, um, out. So you're just getting the mix in your ears, even though you're uh-huh. pumping some volume, son. Right. Um, Interesting. So okay. so we had that, um, but there were. Uh, Three guitars in there, one of which one of which was like a three thousand dollar guitar. Um, um, two amps, an expensive amp head uh, was stolen, which again is like fifteen hundred bucks. Like we had over you know, like twenty to thirty thousand dollars worth of equipment in there. Golly, um, my bass was in there, like. Uh, my rig and equipment wasn't that expensive, but I had my bass in there and I had my bass pedal mm-hmm. that I use and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all my insularies chords and, and, right. uh, you know, my, my in-ears and, and all of that stuff. Um, uh, my bass, I had bought a very nice case for it. Um, that's, that was like you know, two hundred seventy bucks or something, because um, okay. it's like a TSA case. So it's a flight case. You can take it on a flight, and they oh okay, it's got it's the like, locks and stuff that yeah, you yeah, can yeah, open yeah, it yeah. up, and they can see what's in it or whatever. Um, and it's very durable and very good case. So I dropped mm-hmm. a little money for it, things like that. So, anyways, so all this stuff is stolen. And we're like, what is going on? We report it stolen. We get as much information as we can about the stuff that was in it. We catalog Mm -hmm. it. We give it to the cops. We find as many serial numbers for all of our stuff as we could get. That base base I had bought back in 2006, I think, Mm -hmm. I had called... Guitar Center where I had bought it and they had record of it back to then. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, here's oh. a serial number. And I was like, nice. Uh, so that's, that's one thing for the corporate America <laughs> buying Keeping stuff at, at Guitar Center. <laughs> They're going to have that. Um, okay. If you buy it under your name, you know. So mm-hmm. anyways, so all that blah, 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 blah. This is mid-December, okay? We, we have a guy who's on it. Uh, our guitar player who was the guy who kept it and felt very responsible for what happened. He was like calling the cops all the time. Like, what's the status? What's going on? Right. Right. So he does some sleuthing himself. 
every day since he's looking Craigslist. He's looking uh, mm. Facebook Marketplace. He's trying to see if any of our stuff starts popping up. Right, 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 right. He he uh, finds this place in Denver called Gravity Music, and they had posted uh, on Craigslist uh, an amp. And mm-hmm. he's like, that's my amp. And well, so he... So confident. So, well... I guess his amp has some rarity to it. I don't have to go into the whole spiel, but he was like, he's like, that's rare enough that I bet that's mine and the timing of it and all of that. So he calls them up. Um, He doesn't have the serial number for that amp. So he can't like ask him if it matches or whatever. But he says, did the guy who sold that to you sell you anything else at the same time? And they were like, right. Yeah. He sold us a red five-string Squire bass, which mm. sounds a lot like my bass. And he right. had my serial number. He gives it to him legally. You know, the guy can't, like, say, yeah, that's it. Because what if we're – whatever. Right. The robbers Claiming or whatever. Right. Whatever. And we're like, yeah. oh, it was stolen from us. What's our serial right. Um, But he was like, that seems pretty cool close to this one basically telling us <laughs> yeah we got it so right. so mike gives this to the cops he's like i got your lead here i got your guy check it with the you know get with gravity music get See the name of the guy who sold it to us or whatever well yeah, yeah. well just like any pawn shop a secondhand store is gonna take an id when right. anyone because sells them anything of this because of this exactly yeah and so uh, they're like, as long as he didn't use a fake ID, you got him. Mm-hmm. Um, so so Mike gives us to the cops. He's like, go get our guy. Go figure it out. Here's the information. Blah, 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 blah. And so they're like, yeah, okay. Anyways, last week, Mike calls me. Um at the time of recording, we're mid-January. It's almost a month. It's almost a month since this has happened. Any uh-huh. any true pawn shop has to hold on to anything sold to them for a month before they can actually sell it to the public. Right, because cops are investigating and yada, yada, yada. Right, it's the time frame. Mm-hmm. Like, the Gravity Music is a secondhand store. It's not a true pawn shop. So that's why they could post it right away. Apparently, I don't know the laws, but anyways. So, uh, but it, it it's like three weeks since our stuff's been stolen, and he's like, "What's going on?" Like, I haven't heard anything concrete in a bit. But he's been talking to the guys, and they're like, "Yeah, we're on it. We're doing whatever." Um, Uh, he had pretty. He he was pretty sure that somebody had confirmed to him that they had a suspect. The, okay. One of the sergeants that worked there. Um, mm-hmm. He he basically was like, "Well, can I get the name of the suspect?" And the guy was like, "No, I can't give you the name." And so he's like, "Okay, well, you got somebody, you know." Right. Um, but didn't say that. He was just like, "Okay, well, they got somebody. Great." Um. So he. So last week, before he calls me the next day, he calls the guy who's in charge of our case, who Mm -hmm. is a detective on the night shift. He's a night shift detective. So Uh, we're like, okay. (laughs) 
So interesting. But he calls the guy and he's like, "Yeah, so what's going on?" Blah blah. And the guy's giving him some kind of run around, whatever. And he's like, "Well, you know, what's shaping up with the suspect?" You know. And the guy's like, "What suspect?" And he's like, "You don't have a suspect." And he's like, "No." And he's like, "How?" I gave you the information. Like, haven't you tracked it down? Haven't you called Gravity Music and got that? Haven't you run it in the pond database, which you guys have access to, to see who this guy is or what other right. I- stuff he sold? And the guy's like, uh, yeah, I've run a few things, but, you know, inconclusive or whatever. And he's like, you've done nothing. So... <laughs> He goes down the next day, talks to the sergeant that he had talked to before that had the made him sergeant. believe that mm-hmm. uh, they had a suspect. And he's like, you guys don't have a suspect. And the guy's like, oh, well, you give him the runaround. And he's like, uh-uh, like, this has been too long. So he goes above the guy's head, goes to the lieutenant and says, what is going on? This has been three weeks. It goes over his head. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He went to the guy up. Next echelon Mm -hmm. up and was like, this has been three weeks. I gave you a lead. (laughs) Like first week. Right. Why is this guy not, why don't you have a name? You know? And, Mm -hmm. and uh, so I don't know. I don't know everything that went down, but it turned out that the night guy didn't know how to run things in the database. But who knows why the man didn't make a phone call during the day when he was off shift. To Gravity right. Music to get the name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so so Mike's sitting there and he's like, I want some movement on this. 15 minutes later, they come back and they're like, oh, we got the guy's name. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so he's like, 15 minutes? Like, we could have done this 15 minutes on the 19th of December and like maybe caught some stuff. Before the Bef- place, yeah. Before they sold it, like, you know, to private parties or to whatever. And he's like, what about the trailer that was stolen? And the, the oh, guy. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Right. Like the fact that there could a be vehicle gone, you know, yeah. and, and the, the the lieutenant or the sergeant, well, one of the guys was like, there was a trailer stolen. He's like, you guys haven't looked at this at all. <laughs> like. <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh. So anyways, he he gets a name from just doing their preliminary search real quick. They saw one of the subs at a pawn shop. Cuz we Ooh, had all subs. this Ooh, we're getting serial oh. names with that. Okay, sorry. This, Not suspects. No. But sub- like actual subwoofers that we had. <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm thinking like criminal minds like the unsub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Right. So <laughs> anyway, so um, stuff started moving at that point a little bit. Um, but mm-hmm. Mike, uh, one other thing that happened was that his iPad that was with our stuff, with mm-hmm. all of our microphones and things, which are all expensive. Um, right. His about a week before this, his iPad had turned on. And he, oh, you know, find find my iPhone, right? It and to some apartment, and so he knows the building it's in. Um, mm-hmm. So that's part of the you know 
lead Even that he could have get. The cops, yeah. So, but it's all this stuff's up in Denver. So the cops in the Springs are like having to talk with. But after that happens, after they get the the initial name, an hour later, they have the Aurora cops going by this guy's house. This is like. Jeez. All the stuff that could have happened a long time ago. Anyways. Right. So they know the guy's name. They know where he lives. They know that there's some connection to a different apartment building where this iPad is. He went, Mike went with the Aurora cops and tried to ping it to see if they could hear it outside one of the doors of the apartments. Um, Okay. Not a bad strategy. They didn't. They didn't. But they know the vicinity of where it is. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And so hopefully we can track some stuff down at their house and at the apartment, though I haven't heard anything about a warrant yet at this point. But uh, we found some more gear. The same place where that sub was, actually both subs were there, and Mike's expensive $3,000 guitar was there. Ooh, okay. So he's recovered that. He's recovered the subs. He's recovered his amp. He's recovered my, my bass. Is this evidence? Not evidence. This is in, um, well, I guess the subs and the guitar aren't in our possession yet because mm-hmm. um, legally there's a couple of paperwork and things or whatever that that pawn shop has to go through first before we can get that. We have right. we have my bass and, my, and his amp back. Um, okay. I haven't been able to acquire it from him yet, but he was able to go and get that stuff. Okay. Um, his wife did some reverse engineering uh, uh, somehow, found the found the guy the guy's name mm-hmm. from his address somehow. Um, nice, because you know, of course, Saps didn't give it to him, but he went on the guy's let go, and the top thing on his let go was his amp head that was like fifteen hundred dollars. Oh. So. He messaged the message. So then she sting operations like says, oh, we should buy this. Can you meet up? And he's like, yeah, let's meet up. Gotcha. Well, Mike did message him and say and ask him about it. And the guy said it was sold. So there's still hope that we can track that down. But anyways, uh, things are moving and things are happening and we are getting some things back. But... uh, uh, you know, we had to acquire a lot of other things to keep gigs and stuff moving. Uh, right. So kudos to our guitar player for helping out a lot with that. But anyways, that's a long new. That's new stuff happening with this old case that I hadn't talked to you guys about. But, um, but yeah, it was kind of uh, obviously a terrible situation. But things are moving towards a resolution of some sort. So anyways, wish wish us luck in requiring our goods. Yeah. Dang. That's, that's a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, obviously tens of thousands of dollars of, yeah, man. And the trailer alone, you know, geez, Louise, like, yeah, come on now. But, um, yeah, man, I wish you the best. Hope it works out. Yeah, and man. You get you get your your jazz as much as as much as you possibly can. Yeah. So, um, <coughs> so uh, my new is is also somewhat crime adjacent. <laughs> okay. We will say. Um, this is uh, 
uh, uh, JB, uh, one of our mutual friends, uh-huh. uh, invited uh, Stephanie and myself to join in on this, um, this, uh, what do you call that? Uh, like monthly subscription of like a murder mystery case. Oh, called uh, Hunt a Killer. Okay, and so it's it's like a you know a mystery dinner murder party like you know those those things are like you right. know kind of uh thing where they send you a bunch of clues and you know documents from the case blah 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 um the first month and you kind of get a feel for like what's going on and everything and it give you like a list of suspects and everything and like your goal over like 6 months or you can get the boxes sent to you sooner or faster if you want. But over six months uh, is to figure out what, who is the murderer of this this person and everything. Um, Crazy. And yeah. Um, and so you each each month your goal is more or less to like eliminate a suspect, right? Okay. So you have your list of suspects. Uh, you get a little bit of history. You get some witness statements the first time, and you know, kind of involved in it. And then, um, and so you kind of get an idea of who the main players are. But then more and more information will be revealed, and you're like, well, they couldn't have done it because um, this, you know, evidence shows that they were at this point, and this is right. 20 minutes away, and blah 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 at the time of the murder. Yada 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 yada. Right. That's cool. So, so you guys like get together every month, yeah, uh, with the so, same people, and then you go through the evidence and whatever. Yeah. So that's um, cool. So the four of us get together and um, and we just uh, yeah open up the new box and we look and you know like look through all the evidence and read all the descriptions and you know all that kind of different stuff. We've we've done one month so far, um, and then. Uh, JB immediately went out and bought a cork board. <laughs> we got he's stringing we, up evidence. Yeah, <laughs> we got the push pins and we got the string. Nice. And we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, you know having our having our different well this person at this location you know and then they were seen here and then you know blah 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 and then like this doesn't isn't consistent and pin up our evidence up there and and all kinds of different stuff. So cool. Um, yeah, it's, it should be a lot of fun because I guess one of the things that I'm most excited about is, um, when it talks about, uh, how stuff, you know, gets revealed later, yeah. but you'll have to look back at stuff from Old like evidence to, all, to piece yeah, it together. all the other boxes to kind of piece things together. So it, it seems like that, you know, that's going to be a very interesting kind of, different experience than you know let's do this in an evening or let's let's you know go to an escape room and and try right. to you know put this together because it'll be like you'll be like oh todd todd who was like oh todd the janitor oh <gasps> you know like it's like quick 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 like well when was that that was like four months ago hold on hold on hold on i got the where is it where is it where okay right here you know like and stuff like that, you know, like right. it's like you're like in like 
I think it'll be a lot of fun because yeah, you'll be like trying to piece things together. You're like, who is CG? Who is CG? And you're like, I don't know. Get the yearbook or whatever, you know, like, and and yeah, I think it'll be super interesting to. But I'm gonna say this. Um, I think we are like super way overthinking it, you know? Yeah. Um, because JB's like, I'm gonna get like a. Um, like, cause there's like a legend on the, on the map and everything. And, um, so he's like, I'm going to get a ruler so we can like, you know, map out the distances for, to like these different places, you know, in this city and, you know, all this kind of different stuff. And we're kind of like sitting there thinking about it. And, um, the, this is not necessarily a spoiler since if you get the first box, this is one of the first things you'll read, but, um, the, sh- the, sh- the, the, uh, person that is murdered, you know, the victim, uh-huh. um, is, is found <clears throat> at, let's say like 10 o'clock at night uh-huh. and the, the, the person that finds them calls the, the sheriff. And this is like a very small town or whatever calls the sheriff and the sheriff takes like, it's something ridiculous, like 25 minutes to get out there. Okay. And it is literally two miles away according Holy to this cow. map. Like <laughs> it is like you look at it and I'm like I'm like, yeah, it is two miles away with like going through literally one intersection. So like and this is ten o'clock at night in a small town. Like, what is this guy doing that it takes him twenty minutes to get like Right. You know, and and we're just like sitting there we're like, you get a phone call. That says there is there is somebody that is like potentially dead, and you're taking your sweet time to get there. <laughs> I think he already solved it. Yeah, exactly. it was him, buddy. He knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're like, I'm like, I really don't think we can use this timetable as like, like gospel of like how long it takes to get places, or like we can't use we have to use the timetable rather than logic i guess <laughs> like you know like because it's like seriously like yeah if you're if you're cruising with your lights on um as a cop you know like through the one intersection you know you are gonna get there in three minutes <laughs> you know what i mean right like, it's not gonna take you 20 i mean even if you don't have your boots on or whatever like you know like yeah it was it was crazy so um uh yeah so that was one of the things that were kind of like, oh man, I kind of wish this like lined up a little bit more. So that, well, you never know. Some evidence might show up later on that explains what took him so long, and you'll be like, oh, it's it's very true. Wait a second. But like the way I was thinking it, I guess is is the um the police office is that what it's right called? police station sure police office yes <laughs> um the the police station is pretty much in the center of town. Okay. And so people are coming from like, let's say further North and then coming down to where like the murder scene is and stuff like that. Like, Oh, they were last seen, you know, at this place, which is like further North than the police station would. And the murder scene happened down South. Right. So, what I wanted, I guess, from that information is 
the phone like the police got the phone call and they were there in 10 minutes let's say right and it works out we're like okay well if they were going let's say 80 miles an hour like 10 minutes is a pretty decent time so that would mean that if somebody was seen in the north locations 15 minutes earlier than the murder they couldn't have like murdered him and got back, you know, like that's what I wanted. Right. I wanted it to be like, Oh, I can rule this out because a cop's going to drive faster than a normal person. Even if they're fleeing the scene because you know, like whatever, but it's like, no, it takes him 20 minutes to go two miles. That tells me nothing. That tells me he's lazy. (laughs) Right. But so, that and that could be part of it, mm-hmm. though. Maybe they they're trying to make it harder for you to piece that timetable together. Right, right. So, yeah, that would, uh, yeah, that would have been like okay, everybody. Like we have to remember that, like the cops took, you know, twenty minutes to get there, so nobody else could have got there faster. But that doesn't necessarily seem to be the case. Right. But yeah, it seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, we That's might cool, be man. way overthinking it in, in stuff like that where we're like, you know, okay, well, what because t- we're looking at it like <laughs> trying to figure out what time of the year it is because we're like trying to figure out if, um, oh, what were we trying to figure out? Like, um, like if people are like walking from place to place or is it like too cold or whatever, right? But the There's no, like, they give you, like, you know, he died at this time, this person was seen here, this person, but none of the stuff has dates on it. Like, date of the year or anything? Really? No, because I don't think they want you to factor, like, that in or whatever. Okay. So we're like, so apparently weather has nothing to do with it, and, you know, the time of year has nothing to do with it, so it doesn't matter if it was, like, you know, well, it was sunny until 6 because it was this time of the year or until 8.30 because, you know, it was the summer or whatever. It's right. that kind of stuff that we would have been, like, mm. all in the minutia. They're like, yeah, we're not going to tell you what time of year it is because we've had too many people say, oh, well, in October that, you know, that the sun doesn't set. It's like, okay, we're just going to take the dates off because this is right. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> people are like, well, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, like, uh-huh. that night actually was uh, was a, uh, you know, uh, it's like that that night there was a new moon so technically you know she wouldn't have been able to see that whatever right it's like okay we're just gonna get rid of all the weirdo questions by being as vague as possible well yeah have to let me know how it shapes out and if yeah uh, if you recommend it after the uh Mm -hmm. yeah after the whole experience yeah um yeah, so I think it should be a good good time and if you're down to for those puzzles and stuff like that um get into it. Nice. You know? Get yourself get yourself a little Yeah, and I think it's yeah, it's instead of it being a new thing every time, it's something that's going to build on itself, I think was is going to be the best cool. part about it. Which is cool. Yeah. Nice, man. Oh. Yeah. I am I am yawning. It is late. Well, we might might as well close it down for the week. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today and sharing in our great stories as well as the ones that were terrible because uh, of <laughs> the happenings, not because they were told poorly, but maybe, right. but maybe they were. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks a lot Yeah, for your time. 
very much. You downloading, listening, and uh, hope you enjoy, and we'll come back next week. Absolutely. All right. Night, everybody. Night. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.